This is Jezology. It's a real science, honestly. Not just a podcast of me talking about me. Or, or maybe it is. It's Jezology. Hello and welcome to the Jazzology podcast. My name is Jeremy Johnson and I'm a singer-songwriter as well as the host of this podcast. This series is based upon a number of Instagram lives I did in late 2020 when I invited some incredible musicians and singer-songwriters who have been part of my personal musical journey onto Instagram where we talked about life, we talked about music and we played a couple of songs. This is episode six and features the wonderful Albert Jones, who is a blues, rock, folk aficionado, hails from the UK, but lives out in France in the French Alps. And I met Albert in the French Alps at a festival called Peace Bash in early 2020. So without further ado, over to our chat. There he is. All right. <laughs> How are you, boss? There's always this really awkward moment at the start of these guest lives where I'm like, I really hope that my guest actually turns up. Because there was this one, I think it was with Paddy, actually. I was waiting for a good three Paddy. I know, right? I told him, I said, Paddy, Paddy, Paddy. (laughs) Let me tell you about Paddy. (laughs) It's just, there's just no consistency with that man. I love him to bits. But um, yeah, I I rang him like 10 minutes before and I said, um, hey, you know, you're good for going live. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, no worries. And then I was like sitting there trying to, like monologuing along. I had to leave Instagram, message him and say, are you you actually going? (laughs) Anyway, um, Albert Jones, uh, welcome to my, and your, to be fair, because we're basically sharing the channel. It's not my channel at all, but uh, welcome to my guest live uh, sessions. Um, How are you doing? Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's good to see you. It's nice to be asked to do something. Yeah, I know, right? Well, that, what I've noticed actually is that everyone's quite free, like all my musician friends. So I basically started these, as I mentioned to you earlier, because I wanted to I wanted to do a project which was more in my control. So I felt like this year, um, us musicians, a lot of our, uh, what I'd say, our, our bread and butter work has been sort of like removed from our control. And so I thought, well, what... Yeah control this and it just so happens that all my musician friends are free and like gagging to do stuff so it's been a really good project so far so i'm very pleased to that you agreed to do the session with me thank you very much you're most welcome uh, yeah it's funny you say that everyone is extremely available <laughs> yeah <laughs> right if anybody wants to do something with musicians now's the time right because everyone's like yeah sure yeah. you're for sure <laughs> yeah that, in, in this summer actually that's that's sort of how it worked out because um out in France, we ended up doing a few gigs with in, in a few different lineups that would never normally happen, and sure because because there were people around that wouldn't normally be around, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's, it's you know it's a, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, because we can't go and do proper gigs, but there's been some wicked stuff that's happened purely <laughs> off the back of this uh, this situation. I, I don't want to dig too deeply into like being positive about everything because it is shit and it's important to accept that it's shit. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, yeah, but there are some things that have come out of it that are good, but I'm still looking forward to it being <laughs> over. <laughs> oh, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think, um, yeah, I, I sort of agree with you. I know there's that sort of there's that irritating thing where you where somebody says, "Oh yeah, but you know, as long as you have the right mentality, you can overcome anything." And like yeah. COVID, 
has completely ruined the live music industry. It's, it's devastated music in general. Um, there will be positives that come out of it, but I think it's very hard at this moment to sort of like understand exactly what those positives are. But I think the way that I've sort of addressed it is that I've, I've certainly been through my emotional roller coaster, as I think all musicians have. But I think, I think yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, but where I think, where I think I'm, I'm sort of, I don't know, where I think there's, there's some sort of something to be gained is, is um, basically accepting what you can't control and, and trying to do stuff that you can control. And that's partly where these guest lives have come from, I guess. I would probably have never done this if I was busy gigging like every other musician, but I can control this. And so I thought, you know, it's been a sort of nice new project. See, that's, a, that's an excellent response to that situation. <laughs> Because because the, the the problem is is that people telling you to be positive all the time, yeah, it doesn't help when you can't pay your mortgage or you, oh oh absolutely you know yeah. it doesn't if you if your if your revenue goes from whatever to zero overnight, mm. like no amount of positivity necessarily is going to change is going to change that. But what you can do is be is be positive in your action, yeah. And that's a good example of what you've done there. Like you've taken a really difficult, annoying scenario and you've made it, you've created a cool thing that you want to do. So now, you know, I'd be looking forward to doing this. And that's because you, because you created it, presumably so that you have something to look forward to as well. (laughs) Exactly. So, so, you know, that's pretty cool. It's my week. Interesting. I've been doing a lot of streaming as well. Um, I know you you were doing a bit of streaming, I think in the first lockdown, because I kept seeing you pop up. And I know you did a stream recently, which I, I tuned into the end of, which was fantastic, actually, I have to say. Well done oh, to you. Oh, thanks. Thanks, man. Um, but how, how have you been sort of filling your days? I know that you're back in the UK, because you're, you're based full-time out in France normally. Would that, would that be fair to say? I am, yeah. I, I've come back um, to do some work, actually, with, with my brother, um, just because it was getting a bit desperate. Sure. <laughs> but, but then the, the sweet side of that is that I'm... I'm sort of now in a essentially as part of the lockdown. I'm I'm in my parents' house. Yeah, um, this is this is my parents' uh, roof space basically. So uh, there you go. So I'm, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back here. Um, but the beauty of that is that now we're going to be essentially in our own little lockdown. So my grandparents can come on Christmas Day because they're you know really elderly. My granddad's ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they can come and I can see them and, and because of working in the French Alps every winter I don't get many Christmases so yeah, that's pretty cool because you're, uh, you're from Cornwall is that right? And no I'm in... from Shropshire are you from Shropshire? Okay. I'm from the West Midlands but I lived in Cornwall a long time and Devon and the South West and a lot of people and I do associate with a lot of people from yeah. down there and right. there's a lot of confusion about that <laughs> Because <laughs> I did a little bit of research, and I've I've not I you know I've read various things about Cornwall and Devon, um, and I, I so I imagine because I'm, I'm the same. So I I've basically when I've been in the UK, I've I've very much focused on the southwest. I'm from Worcestershire, so I'm just south of where you. Oh, there you go. We're basically uh, neighbours. So basically, we're basically the same. And uh, it's funny because um um uh oh but but anyway, so I I was uh, so I basically based myself down in in the southwest because. I'm, I personally love it, and similarly with the Alps, I've, I've done a lot with the Alps over the years. And it's a very common little, uh, yeah, little thing. I think it's I like, feel like there used to be more people that did it, but that's probably just because I've based myself where I am, and I'm not necessarily 
as au fait with what's going on season air wise but when I started going out there, you know, we discovered going out there through all the people that used to go out there for Cornwall, because obviously Cornwall's super yeah. seasonal as well. Yeah, I guess that's probably going to change with Brexit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, potentially, yeah. I think I wonder how they're going to fill the voids, and hopefully it all kind of like... Irish people. Irish people, I was exactly going to say that, yeah. I think Irish, the Irish are... going to be great. Like, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're in for a shoe, and if they want to go out we're to on, the and play music... We're on, we're on to a winner. Are you, have you got an Irish passport? No, but just, uh, you know, ski resorts full of Irish people. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We need more of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, are you, so at the moment, are you in Shropshire or are you in...? I'm in Shropshire, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm in um, North Shropshire. This is where I grew up. I was born in Shrewsbury. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Shropshire. I've been here for... I've been... Yeah, this is... This is this this is the second house mum and dad have lived in since I've been alive. Nice. So it's yes, but it's definitely it's definitely like it's definitely where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I thought maybe so. Basically, for those of you guys who are watching who maybe haven't seen this before, um, we do a little bit of chat and talk a little bit about songs and. Um, at a certain point, um, I like to move on to the music. So I've actually invited Albert to play a couple of songs for us. Um, so I, I wonder whether you had a song sort of lined up, Albert. Oh, I've there. lost you. Oh, am I back? Am I here? Yeah. You lost me for a second. Okay, cool. Um, I was just saying, I wondered if you had a song lined up that um, that we could sort of intro a little bit and, and talk about maybe. <sighs> I haven't. <laughs> Is there, a, is there a song that you might want to <laughs> consider playing for us? What I can do while we think about it is show you what my highly advanced um, camera holding system is. Oh, please do. Which yeah, yeah, is then. some chilli plants. <laughs> you know, I, I almost feel embarrassed that I've got an actual tripod. I feel like that's far cooler. So what are you doing? You're, you're propping me up on a chilli plant. Propping it up on two chilli plant pots. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. It's quite precarious. Uh, songs, songs. Uh... Before, in fact, while, while, we're, while we're discussing it, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about you released an EP this year. Um, I did. Uh, which is called On Our Feet Again. That's the badger. And I, I've been listening to it, and I think it's, I think it's amazing. Thanks, I, man. I genuinely like, like I've been, not, not that I was surprised. I knew you were fab before, but, I mean, it's, it's a real triumph i mean i i really like the fbp thanks um I, so is it i is feel it... pretty good about it as well it was a it was um it's a real music such a labor of love isn't it and oh. that that felt like a after making the album the album was a collection of like quite old songs yeah and um and a couple of new ones at the time. La Nuit, when that came out, was really new. But most of the other songs were like four or five years old. Yeah. And um, this this last EP felt like a real, like, like now collection yeah. of songs. And uh, and it was really cool. It was really fun to make. It was fun to get. It was highly influenced by a trip to Brazil that I did with, with Fernando and Gali, who are yeah, some old local that. legends. Sounds amazing. And and that really gave that trip really gave me a lot of confidence to get make make the EP a bit more guitar y. Yeah. 
um, a bit less. Not. I, I used to worry quite a lot about um, like my influences because my influences are quite old. a lot of them are quite old school and guitar-y. and yeah, and I've always sort of avoided that because I just always thought people would think it was a bit lame and I didn't have a lot of confidence in my choices. Yeah. And then I thought, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to play some blues blues guitar. Yeah. Well, what I I think I've I've realised over the years as well is that you've kind of got to lean into your your natural space. And if you, if you, I like, it's the same, it's very easy to sort of confuse um, what you love and your inspiration with unoriginality, I think, as a songwriter. Yeah. Um, but I think actually, if that's what comes naturally, like my, my natural position is like very much the kind of Damien Rice, melancholic singer songwriter stuff. And I've tried doing other stuff to like have a bit of diversity, but my feedback has always been, but you're good at that. So just do that. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just do what you like. Just yeah, make some music that you like. And if you like it, that's good enough, isn't it? <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you had some time to consider what you might um, play? Yes. Yeah, I might do see when you get there first because it's quite a short little snippet. Well, that'd be great. And, and uh, what I, yeah, well, with these songs, is um, could you give a little bit of background to the to the song? What it's about? How you wrote it? When when? See you when you get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I'm not. I've not really. I've never really talked about it before. We well, don't have it's, to. It's. <laughs> I, um, no, it's a good, good question. I guess it's. I think it it was spawned out of an idea years ago, and it was basically it's ended up being about people that talk about doing things and sort of never really do them. That's essentially yeah. the premise of the whole tune. Is that that see you when you get there thing is is a bit snarky. Yeah, exactly. as soon as you said that, I felt like it, there's a sarcastic element to it. There's a bit of a snarky kind yeah. of vibe to the to the see you when, when I'll see you when you get there. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, beyond that, it, it's it, it's not specifically about anybody. It, it, was a, it was a bit of an idea that started as one very complicated chord progression with, with a few different lyrics, and then it's... And gradually, over time, I've just made it simpler and simpler, reduced the chords, and then I re- reduced it down to three chords and, and the truth. <laughs> if it was good enough for the Beatles, it was good enough for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, so that's where it's at. It just, yeah. And then it's ended up just being this like nice little... People seem to really pick up on this tune really quick. Yes. And, it's it's yeah, a favour of mine yeah. as well. Yeah. It's, it's well. great fun to jam with new bands and when you've got a group of people in a room and you just want to try a tune out just to have a laugh, or yeah. if you're on stage and you want to play an original song, it's, yeah. um, it's a really good one to do for that as well. It's really just like, everyone just cruises along. It's just, everyone just relax, play less, and just, yeah. and just, <laughs> and just have, if, if, you're, if you're so good you can play with one hand, have a beer in the other hand. That's fine. I, ideal. <laughs> so that kind of Speaking song. of which, um, I feel like relaxing, so please, uh, please take it away. Sure thing, bud.
Break up love and set seagull Some say lies, some say you never know Wake up love, let's find a path to walk Can you leave me behind that picture on the wall? Those maps you want to walk I see you when you get there Oh, and that shit you always talk I'll see you when you get there Wake up, love, we're tired and I'm torn The road is rough, the road is long Wake up, love, I've got to get my fix I'm working it out here, I'm checking my shape Those maps you want to walk I'll see you when you get there Oh, that shit you always talk I'll see you when you get there I see you when you get there. Mm-hmm. I see you when you get there. I see you when you get there. All right. Thanks, man. Hey, look, the, um, the Brazilian con- contingent are here. Hey, hey Brazil. <laughs> I see some Brazilian Portuguese being thrown into the comments section. Fantastic! Yeah, man. I um, I happened to uh, I've, I've I've been a bit of a stalker, Al. I have to be honest. And I went on your Spotify, and I noticed that your top two places in your most listened are in Brazil. Um, and did you, did have you found that um, been because you visited Brazil, or did you already have? Oh a yeah, yeah. You went. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> no, it was. Uh... We went to play with my good mate, Mr. Fernando Fercosta, yeah. and, uh, and Gally and a few mates from Maribel. We, uh, Fernando's part of this big blues festival in South Brazil, in uh, Caxias do Sul. Okay, nice. And, and it's, it's the biggest blues festival in Latin America. It's pretty, it's pretty big. Yeah. And... Uh, and it's wicked. It's in an old train station. There's train tracks running right through the middle of the whole site. Oh, there's, there's a few big stages. And um, yeah. yeah, so I went and I did a little tour first to get the band warmed up because put a new band together and, um, and then played this event. But yeah, the, because of the promo of the festival and everything, that just, it's got, my, my everything went crazy. Yeah, the, I mean, it's all the social stuff and all that jazz and all the followers and everything. Yeah, just for this, I didn't know what to expect. Well, it, it's interesting because I, I think it's I think when we when you grow up in Europe and you know it's very kind of Euro American centric the music industry. Um, it's very easy to think that she is the South- soul loves you. <laughs> 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 it's very easy to think that sort of the, you know South America is 
is all kind of Latin vibe music. And it's interesting because I um I, I'm good friends with um, one of the guys from Keen, um, who's yeah. the bassist from Jesse. I, I, I did a, my last album. I produced at his art centre in Suffolk. And we were talking. That's a nice saying, name drop, isn't it? I know, right? I mean, he's my only famous friend, I have to admit. But um, but he was saying that Keen have always been enormous in South America. Like when they go to South yeah. America, they, they play arenas. Like they they don't get that anymore here, because they're sort of you know it's still a big name band, but it's they're, yeah. you know, they've fallen off this sort of front page as it were. But in South America, they're yeah, huge, yeah. like ethically yeah. huge, and it's not something that you'd really kind of like associate like a band like Keen being enormous in you know no but we yeah I mean <laughs> we we make assumptions don't we and absolutely yeah absolutely I think guitar and music I, over there is is, is hugely popular oh well, it's massive and most of the best guitar players I know are, uh, are from South America They're yeah almost all of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 like the the level of musicianship is really high. There's a few guys that, yeah. that used to come to Maribel, like Diego in particular stands out as one that was just, you know, just doing crazy stuff now. I mean, he's, he's awesome. He's awesome. And, and there's another guy, uh, uh, another guy from, from Brazil who came over as well. And oh, his name is completely, oh, Vinny, Vinicius. And he, another just monster, yeah. just a, a demon. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I just remember seeing them both for the first time and just being like, yeah. <laughs> just give up now. Just, just sign yeah. away. <laughs> when I was there, there was this, there was this kid who was there and asking, asking about like playing guitar and what, you know, in Europe and all this kind of stuff, you know, he was 17, I think, or 18. I saw him play, and I was just like, yeah. "What are you asking me about yeah. music for?" Yeah, it's totally insane. It was crazy. He was crazy. It was just—he was on another planet. Yeah, and it's oh man, I love that about music. I love that you can. I love that everyone's got their thing, and when you gain, I love that when you get the confidence in your thing you can absorb and encourage and admire everyone else's thing. Yeah. I mean, I think you're being, you're being very modest because I, I think you definitely have for me and I, I know, I know quite a lot of musicians and I mean, obviously there's, there's different levels. Right. But I, I think from the musicians that I'm sort of like, you know, close to, I guess, and that I are in different scenes that I play around Europe. I mean, your, your combination of songwriting and, um, vocal ability and guitar ability and just general musicianship is is really up there. And I think actually you, you well, it's very kind of you to say. You've been very much. I think I'm sure there's people that go and see Albert Jones and go like, "Fuck me!" Like you know, I, you know, musicians as maybe, well. Maybe, maybe oh, I don't know. I never. Yeah. I honestly, honestly, just really just try and. Uh, I'm always just trying to be good. Yeah, and. Been a and, very relaxed way with uh, I'm just trying to be good, and there's and I'm never good enough. For for yourself or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every, I think that's the really interesting thing. It's interesting. I, I noticed that um, uh, Mariah just joined the stream as well. Mariah was the first person to do this stream, and oh, cool. uh, we we hello we just, Mariah. Yeah, <laughs> she's a she's an amazing Dutch singer songwriter. Uh, I mean, I've been in love with her music for for like years and years. Um, 
And um, we were talking about a very similar thing about the difference between how people see you as a musician and the adoration that they might perceive and how you see yourself. Yeah. Very often they're totally, totally opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, we're, we're always thinking to ourselves, oh, you know, if only I could be a bit better, you know, people would like what I do and blah, blah. Yeah. And the reality is there's so many people out there looking at your music and like engaging with it and loving it and, and having that adoration. Yeah very strange thing like uh, but isn't that so much more healthy than the other way around oh I, I, I totally i couldn't agree more yeah but i think I, I would like to think that at some point i'd be like i have enough self-love that i can go you know what I, it's, okay. <laughs> it's I've, okay i've had a bit of an epiphany with this in the past yeah. sort of couple of years and it's understanding the difference between uh what's up suckers is going <laughs> joy the hook <laughs> uh, I think I saw Liv join before as well. And um, hello, guys. That, Congratulations. That's um, Joey Sausage, isn't it? Yeah, it's they're just uh, they're going to have a baby very soon. I think. Oh, ah, whenever okay. six six yeah. months. Like when when do people oh. announce it? Three months. <laughs> well, apparently, you've just done it now. So whatever. It is. They, they have announced it already. <laughs> I hope you wanted it to be announced. Although I did already. I did know before, <gasps> and I didn't tell anybody. So I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> But the yeah the whole the, there's like a real balance between the confidence, the ego, and the ability. For sure. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. and having a sort of reasonable grasp of your ability in terms of like having the confidence to 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 play at your, at your ability, um, or, and not over it because something that you do when you're come, when you're learning about playing live and playing music is that you play you get excited and then you try and play, you try and surpass your own ability on stage. You try and show off and all this stuff sure. yeah, and yeah. you can't, and you can't help it because like, <laughs> you just buzz in and you just want to be like, ah, ah. and then, yeah. and then, there, and then there's like a thing between all that. And then I've realized that you can be confident without being, uh, without having to be like super cocky or be like, have a massive ego. And it's like, yeah. It's taken a long time to sort of balance all those things out. And now, now it's like, oh, I just do my thing. It's like, you, yeah. you do you, I'm going to do me. And yeah. when, you do, when you do what you do, I'm going to be stoked. Yeah. That you're I think that's, doing it. That's, and it, that's and such that's, a, mature, a mature way to think about it. And I think actually there's, I'm still on that journey, definitely, to, to totally accept myself as a musician and also go to a gig and not feel jealousy or comparison or any of these little things, even in a minute way. I think for me to go there and not analyze is something I'm still working on. Definitely. But, oh, me too. All that guff's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because no matter yeah. you thing is people are, people are saying, Oh, they're good. They're bad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you, and you have to, you have to step outside it and just go, well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely that's fine yeah. what you think is fine and and you know what i'm just going to do my thing and that's that's fine too and but it is it's a journey i think that you everyone's on in all walks of life not just music i think it's a I, well i don't know i wouldn't know because this is all i've ever done but i i assume that that's sort of the journey that everyone's on of just accepting yeah. accepting yeah. it and enjoying it for what it is i think i think maybe with music it's a little bit more it's a little bit more of a, uh, uh, it, and there's an immediacy to it in a way because well, like I came into music quite late. I mean, I've always been a musician, but I had a whole another career in my twenties, and yeah. um, then I left that career when I was thirty-one and a bit, thirty-two, 
and then I'm now 35. So the last three years has been basically full-time music. So I was like, okay, I want to give this a go now. Yes. Yes. Made it. Made it. Um, but for me, there was a, the, 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 the thing that was really tough was learning that whole kind of like fast track into basically having to be a masochist by going on stage and being shit scared of like playing my own songs in front of people and but going, you know, I, I really want to do this and I feel like I'm good enough, but it terrifies me and I had to fast track it. So there's sort of, I don't know whether it's necessarily having done both things. I think it's, there's, there's definitely a more confronting nature to being a musician because you kind of have to really enjoy being a masochist in a way to sort of get on stage and put yourself out there and risk everything and see what happens, I guess. Yeah, you have to face up to a lot, don't you? Yeah. But then, but then I think you get to self-love quicker because you're like, okay, like I can deal with the rejection that naturally comes and it's okay. And when people love what I do, great. It's cool. So kind of moves Yeah, on yeah, it's, man, it's... I still, I'm still on stage sometimes, a lot of the time, just going, everybody hates me. Just like this. Everybody hates me. Everybody hates me. That person looked at me a bit funny. You write that song. What's that about? Why did they look at me funny? Ah, oh, this is terrifying. <laughs> the guys at the bar aren't listening. Oh my god. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna disengage, disengage. Yeah, yeah. And uh, exactly. the best thing to do at that point is to dig in and go, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, I was, it reminds me of, uh, I played a gig um, uh, a couple of, like a year and a half ago or so in a pub, and I was playing um, I was playing a cover, uh, but I was playing, I think it was an Oasis cover that I play in a jazz way, like I played jazz chords, and I was like, I think it's a really clever cover, and I just remember this guy walking in with like a face of thunder and like looking at me, he was like shaking his head, <laughs> and I was like, I was just like destroyed. It's best, isn't it? He was like, what is this guy doing to Oasis, my, my, my beloved Oasis? Uh, we've had a, a, a very per pertinent comment from Norton Jury. says, um, first we feel too young, and then we yeah. feel too I think that's I, a really... I just saw uh, that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm grappling with that now at 35. I'm like, oh, I passed it. I passed the peak. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I see. It's funny. I, I've got this thing where, as as I as, as I feel like I get sort of better and more accomplished at what I'm doing, I feel more and more like a what it's like an imposter syndrome or something. It's yeah. called. When I was younger, my confidence was just like stupid, but I was crap. Yeah, and then you get older and learn more and more, and you yeah. lose. And then you sort of start yeah. resenting because you get older and you're like. Oh, if only I knew what I know now and it was 10 years before and I could re-engage <laughs> yeah. that and <laughs> all these young all people stuff. coming through. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's all important just to stick to what you're doing. Yeah, because okay. if you try and follow all the, everything that everyone else is doing, you'll never, you'll never get anywhere. You'll just end up tied yeah. up in worrisome nothingness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I noticed as well that um, prior to prior to COVID, you've got to kind of imagine we're going back nine months um, before COVID was all kind of probably longer than actually twelve months before we realised COVID was happening. I believe you were planning on touring South America again this year. Is that the was that the loose yes, plan? Or? That was the plan. What what have you sort of had to say goodbye to in in terms of plans this year that has been replaced with sitting at home? wondering about the future <laughs> well actually in a positive spin on on this question i'm gonna um 
the uh, you're not to be positive. We had we had that rule earlier, right? <laughs> yeah. So the 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 Brazil trip that got cancelled, unfortunately, uh, became a live uh, filming version of that festival. They created an online festival. So if you go to my YouTube channel, you can see a version of Say My Name. Yeah, uh, that we filmed. It's really, is, really good. Which I, was I thought that come through. It was really cool. It's mega, and it, that was all because everyone was stuck in Maribel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if all those guys weren't stuck there, we wouldn't have been able to create that that video or any of the other. Because there was there were four acts that played, and um, and we've got you know we had all these great local, all local character, all local characters, all local yeah. um, musicians, and and uh, you know uh, videographers, filmmakers, whatever. Um, yeah fixers producers everyone is everyone's from maribel or close enough you know yeah and uh and because of this lockdown we all got to we all got to have at it and make this cool video to be broadcasting as part of this brazilian music festival on I mean, top of a mountain <laughs> yeah i mean just just so that for those guys of you who are watching at home who don't know what we're talking about basically it's um alan's band went to the highest lift in the Maribel Valley, overlooking basically one half of the entire Alps, and yeah. played a set with this incredible backdrop in the blistering sunshine. I mean, I don't know how you did you get, presumably you got absolutely rinsed by the sun that day. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, there's actually, there's another side to that whole day, which is that yeah. we actually filmed uh, the sun, a sunset version of the whole gig as well oh, amazing is that due to be released at some point um that's i'm not sure what's going to happen with it but it, it's going to something will come of it something will yeah. be released but i'm not sure where we're at with that yet because it, it everyone's got a bit everyone's sort of fired off in different directions now because it's coming up to christmas and and everyone's sort of really run out of money so you know <laughs> people you know everyone's yeah. doing different things to try and make some money and a bit distracted and not really focused on on working on on that film but i think that next year we'll probably get cracking on it again and produce part two of that whole thing and and uh, it might just be a youtube you know a few videos for youtube but either way it looks pretty epic yeah well the, the non-sunset one yeah i'm really looking forward to hearing the uh and, and seeing the uh sunset version yeah the, the daytime version was crazy we did get hella sunburn particularly yeah. Fernando. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, but God, it, God, it was good fun. And what yeah. a band I had. Yeah. Who was there? Amazing. There was George. George Wally was there playing the drums. Yeah. Al Doms was there. Yeah. Uh, Alex Harford from the Dominoes on drums as well. We had Ali Wright on bass all afternoon. Yeah. We had Indy from the Wingmen. Amazing. We had Fernando. We had Sam. We had Maxim Lalau from. Mm. The strikes and the strikes. All the other, all the other one, uh, what, Dutch courage back in the day. Yeah, have you forgotten had anybody? Have I? I hope not. The three Almigos plus. Yeah, like, the Almigos. The strikes, a bit of this and that. I mean, you know, epic lineup. That's another thing that was great about this summer that we got to do this three Almigos thing, and then because of that, I've written a new song. In the style of a cover that we were doing. Oh, amazing. Uh, just because we were grooving the song so hard, I was like, "Man, I need to write a song that's this groove." So I have. Yeah. So that's going to be on the on the next album. That's hopefully going to be out next, probably next October. 
speaking of songwriting, I wanted to I wanted to go into a little bit more depth with it because I think you're an interesting uh, man to pick a, pick your brain off. But and I, it's it's a really tough question, I think this, but I think it's a really interesting one to talk about, which is that like, have you considered what your process is in songwriting, or is it just is it literally just sit down with the guitar and let let stuff flow out of you? Um, <laughs> it's a tough question, eh? But I think it's an interesting one to. Uh... It's it's cool because the, the hang on, let me gather my thoughts for a second. My historically, I'd say a lot of the, the my favourite songs that I've written have happened very quick. It tends to be the way I think on on the guitar. And literally yeah. bashing it out like ten minutes. Yeah. But the other side of that is that if you want to be an artist that's releasing, yeah. you can't wait for that to happen. Yeah. So as much as it's great that that does happen, and it's cool when it does, and it feels good, and um, that you know you have to be working at songs and grafting at songs to get them out. And when I was younger, I would have said, you have to write songs and let them happen and they have to be this thing. Now I would say that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And that if you want to, and to get, to get songs out into the world and to release songs and re record songs and to be, and to want to do this as a career, you have to be crowbarring things, crow yeah. forcing songs. You have to rewrite songs. I've re I've demoing for this album and there's one demo that I've done. I think I'm on my fifth demo in an of the same song to try yeah. and I know there's something in there that's really good. And every time it's, it's, try it's trying to find the bit that I really want to <laughs> travel down. So if you say, yeah. like, all the ideas for the song is sort of like eight lanes of a motorway. Yeah. And I'm trying to pick which one to follow to see through to the end. Yeah. It, it's interesting, I think, because the, the reality is that actually, and if you allow that analogy to continue, you could actually quite comfortably go down any lane. And it would probably be, it would probably get you to where you want to go. Um, yeah. I think sometimes the hard thing is is thinking to yourself, there's there's an objective end point to this, which I know is going to make me feel a certain way. And actually that can, that idea of perfection can kind of like ruin the idea of actually creating a really good song, but you end up playing with it so much that you're just basically moving fast lane, slow lane, fast lane, slow lane, not really necessarily getting to the end point any quicker. Yeah, that's really true as well. And there is a lot of, it's a, it's always a balance of all of it. I think it's knowing it's knowing when to stop with an idea, but often the ones that you that are good, you know that you don't need to do anymore. Yeah. Quite quickly. Yeah. Other ones. The problem with songs is if you don't go through all the shit ones, you don't get to the good ones. So you have to put the work in on every single one. Yeah. And if you don't finish it, if you just leave it hanging, you go you say oh what if i'd finished that one and you do that you might do that you so i've done that with songs for five years and i've thought i'd written them like six months ago and they're just they're just skittering around up here somewhere yeah and you're like that <laughs> <laughs> and you, 
just let it go. Either let it go, forget about it. If you can't remember, if you if you don't like it, or you or you think it's okay, but you're not that bothered, just forget about it. Get rid of it. It's yeah. shit. Yeah. If it's, yeah, just move on. But if you think there's something good in it, yeah. make sure you have a a record of it somewhere, whether it's a lyric or something. Something I used to do a lot is write music, and then I used to keep really good diaries, and I pull lines out of all my diaries and put them into a song, and then find the uh, meaning and connect them all up together. And I used to do that loads, and I don't really do yeah. that anymore. Um, but that was quite a good one. And then now it's now I, what I do is I go into my little studio downstairs in my house, and I just I just hammer it. I go in at ten, and I just I throw all the dog, and then I. <laughs> and I right, and right. I stay in there till four or five, and Amazing. maybe go back in there until from seven and demo songs and try and get them. Yeah, because I don't. My other thing is recently is that I don't want to be a guy playing acoustic shows. I'm yeah. just anymore. I'm, I've done it for a really long time. Yeah. Playing my own stuff. I don't mind doing it. You know, playing covers gigs like I do all the time for a living. Basically, is fine. But when I'm playing my own stuff, I'm just not interested in it anymore. I, yeah. it, doing stuff like this is I enjoy, and doing like a half hour set as an acoustic concert, yeah. I enjoy immensely. But yeah. going and trying to win over an audience I've never met before, playing an hour and twenty minutes of my own music—that's really hard. I'm just not interested. It doesn't. I don't enjoy it, mate. Yeah. yeah. I just discovered, realized, I just don't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just not fun. So I'd yeah. rather go in with a rocking band yeah. and play some tunes that, that like, I can dig in and have a yeah. guitar solo and yeah, yeah. be a bit old, be a bit dad rock now and then if I want to be yeah. Yeah, yeah. and not worry about it and just have a good time because life's too short, man. And yeah. you judge yourself so hard doing this. Yeah. It's just more what, fun. What, what's, yeah. as well. what's the point of making well. it more of a more difficult? Why don't we make it more fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you to uh, to think of another song at some point. So uh, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I've got. I've warning, got a few. But... I've got a few. Oh, amazing. Okay. Head. So what, what what are we thinking? I was thinking about doing "Say My Name" because it's quite fun. Mm. Little acoustic the version of that. Latest that's, EP. That's from the new EP. Yeah. Yeah. On our. That's quite a lucky one, isn't it? Is it the first on the first on the EP? Same it might be, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you can't. I mean, that, that takes some pressure off me. That I've right. never. The thing is with that one is I've never printed it because because oh, okay. no, I the tour I booked to promote that record was cancelled. So sure, I didn't bother printing any copies out to sell. Yeah, and so I'd never seen it in the flesh. I think if I'd seen it, I'd remember. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is the first one. It's, I, I think I, it is. I think you're right, because it was going to be See When You Get There, and I decided that I wanted to make a big, bold statement and have a good yeah. song with loads of electric guitars as the first yeah. song, because yeah. I've never done that before. Epic. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing the acoustic version. I, I really like the uh, full band one. All right, cool. Cheers. I'll give it well, a go. I'll give I'll, it a go. I'll take it away, yeah. All right. Away. So many giving up 
just the same face You're having a great time now You're not gonna give it up Rocking the top two tears Out the place that's filling up Do you want my silence? Do you want my pain? Can you ask the question? Can you say my name? Do you want my silence? Do you want my pain? Can you ask the question? Can you say my name? Traveling, it's gotten under our skin. We're drawn to full amount, nothing to put back in. You're having a great time now, you're not gonna give it up. Rocking the top two tears of the place that's feeling up. To you, are my silence. one of my early mentors Marsha Maria who was also hey, Marsha she uh, she was the second person to come on these guest lives she's a Dutch sing songwriter oh awesome and, uh, Hello. she's really she's got some amazing uh, she's got like a dream folk she calls a dream folk uh, that's totally adequate for adequate totally cool. uh, 
whatever the word is. <laughs> I don't mean adequate. I mean something negative. But she's got this great sound. And uh, yeah, so she she's loving your tunes. So uh, you've got the... Oh, six, awesome. Well, uh, thank you. Awesome, thanks. Hey, um, it, am I right in thinking that... Um, say my name is some sort of third-person commentary on the world of music and the artist's journey. Is there, is there something in there? That's what I was, the vibes I was getting. No. <laughs> right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you. <laughs> Do you want to know what it's about? I'd love to know what it's about. Like, I don't know whether I'm, like, it's about uh, Greta Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? And, uh, and climate change. And okay. people living in complete denial. Right. So, so the, um, how does it start? We work hard to live it up and lay it all to waste. Uh, so many have given up just to save face. Okay. Um, we're having we'll a great time. So it's it's about our entitlement and our um, our where we are in the world as well. So it's like uh, you're having a great time now. You're not going to give it up. Rocking the top two tiers of the place that's filling up because we're the top. We're the two percent, sure. whatever it yeah. is. And the world's filling up. Okay. Um, and the resources are filling. You know, we're running out of resources. And the, the say my name thing was. <sighs> was sort of was the was the Greta thing it was I can't remember what the reference I can't remember now what the thing was that sparked it off but it's that idea of people are so scared of her and what she represents so you, you yeah. know the whole say my name thing is a reference to her name okay but it's um, cool. but it's yeah it's I, I haven't thought about it for so long yeah <laughs> It sort it of sounds like it almost sounds like a. And I can see what you, where you, where you took it. Where you took I think it. it was it was the rock in the top two tiers thing, which I yeah, sort of yeah. felt like felt like a commentary on like a certain level of musician music, and it felt it felt like there was a cynicism to it. So that's I thought it was more of like referring to maybe some of the less palatable parts of like the music industry and but it totally makes sense what you're saying no i get what you're saying no yeah it's um but yeah that's what it's about i can't remember i can't uh we fly high (laughs) we're traveling yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's getting under our skin we've withdrawn the full amount and there's nothing to put back in yeah so all that's in reference to resources of the planet and all that sort of stuff i don't like being really like this this is a big feature of that latest dp was that to get away from just writing like um songs as my friend uh as always song always says songs about girls and i I wanted to try and i've made a real effort in these past the last few releases to try and move away from that to try and start telling stories that are a bit broader and, he, yeah. and even if they come across as being, because so, sometimes uh, sometimes you write, might write a love song or whatever, and it's not actually about what people think it's about. Yeah, sure. But it's just trying to remove, get away from that language. Yeah. A little bit, and that and that angle, and try and see the world and have the bravery because it's scary for me. I don't like politi- political stuff very <laughs> sure. much, but. So this whole this whole thing is about that song is all about me expressing myself and trying to say like, you know, 
this is me coming to terms with the fact that you can be pissed off and you can say to someone that you're wrong. Yeah. Because I always try and make people feel more comfortable in their own skin or, I don't know, historically maybe I do, maybe I'm less so now. I quite like teasing people a bit more maybe. Yeah. But Yeah. Well, I think... So, yeah. There's, there's something, I mean, that, that song is, I think that song's a really good example of this, whereby there's definitely a balance there where I think an artist needs to provide a, a sort of a canvas, but not complete the painting. You know, there's, there has yeah, to be yeah, yeah, for sure. a close lyricism in there, because I think if you're too blatant, especially politically too blatant, you can really turn people off, um, unfortunately. Um, because you know, music and folk music in general has always been protest music. Um, yeah. But then I suppose if you're not, if you're not, if you don't give enough, if you're too cloaked, then it's kind of just like a quagmire of okay, what the hell is he talking about here? With you know, asteroids and octopuses doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. So I think that, that's a really good example because I, I I associated listening to it then my own interpretation to it, which it was it was inspiring me to think of going down a certain road with it. So it was obviously enough to get me into a space, but yeah, that's cool. I wasn't right about it. So that's actually well, really it's, cool. It's a mirror, isn't it? Everything. Yeah. Your whole perception of art is a kind of a mirror. You, yeah. When it's when it does it well, I think you 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 interpret it the way you want to. And totally, yeah. There's a I saw. I can't remember the exact quote. Just going to spoil it, but it was basically saying talking about Bob Dylan and how he's an enigma and the only. You, you, you trying to understand his choice in trying to understand his choices you're just looking back at yourself yeah <laughs> you don't you don't know you don't know why he's decided to sell his entire publishing back catalogue you don't know yeah. anything about him and you don't know why and he's consistently yeah. proven that for yeah. 50 60 years or however long he's been yeah. or 50 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah. and it i don't know just, that's a similar thing isn't it you've yeah. You've applied your own experience and your own, you know, perhaps what you've been thinking about anyway, maybe, I don't know. But yeah. you place it on the thing. It's, it's, yeah. um, there's probably some psychological terminology yeah. for it, but I don't know what that but is. There's, a, there's a, a classic example, which is that, um, you know, there are people who, you know, basically dedicate their lives to understanding Radiohead lyrics. Um, because yeah. Radiohead I'm such an enormous band, and, and Tom York has whether whether you believe Tom York or not, over the years he's he's consistently said, I just write nonsense. I don't put any thought into the lyrics. It's just all nonsense. Which I think if you listen to a few tracks, you say, okay, well I'm, I'm not sure it's entirely nonsense, but it just goes to show you that even when the artist says there's nothing in the lyrics, if you give enough of a canvas for people to paint their own picture on, um, people can just spend. But, you know, hours, days, weeks, months, their entire lives, figuring out their own, like you said, what they're looking at in themselves. In, in the, in the, yeah, the absolutely. And I think with someone like Tom York, he's, he's probably speaking in half-truths. It's like he's, well, he being yeah. he's being flippant. I don't know. I'm, I'm doing it now. But perhaps he's being flippant because... He doesn't really want to answer the question. Yeah. And, but the others, which is a classic sort of Dylan move, but then there's, sure. but then there's the other side of it, which is, it's probably a part truth because, because when you're being, if you're ex expressing yourself creatively like that, sometimes you do just write and you work it out later. Like you look at a few lines and you go, oh, that was about that. And you don't really realize. Sure. 
sometimes it just comes out and I don't know, maybe he's sort of being a little bit silly and a bit taking the piss whilst also there's a little element of truth. But I would imagine that's probably where Tom York's mind's at, yeah, for sure. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know the guy, I don't know anything about him, but he, he no. likes to be a little bit enigmatic as well, doesn't he? Oh, he's not shy of that, so... No, that and that band in general. Um, we're sort of coming to the end. It absolutely flies every week. It's amazing. Bloody hell. We're four minutes to seven. So we've done an hour already. So I know. <laughs> unbelievable, right? But what I wanted to talk about was um, I like to end things on a sort of, you know, a, a positive note moving forward. And um, I'd, Great. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any sort of plans for the, uh, is this coming winter going to be? Is there going to be any ups time for you? Are you going to be heading back out there at some point? Heading or? back first week of January probably okay, amazing so um, uh, and then what what does 2021 hold for you musically and um well get back to work at the day job singing you know singing for my supper in pubs and playing the masses yeah um get back to skiing yeah <laughs> uh and yeah, I'm working on a. We're working. Me and Harry, who I produce all my music with, yeah, um, remotely most of the time. He's based in Bristol, and we're working pretty hard on on uh, on, on a new album. So, there's, it's not like it's it's far, far, far from being even halfway there, but. I spent the whole of November demoing songs, so writing, basically. That was when I was doing that nine-to-five thing, going in every day. Yeah. That was November for me. So I've got, I've got a load of demos on my computer that are sort of pretty close, which I just smashed out in November. Yeah. And um, I'm just trying to work through all that. We've got one song finished. There's a second song that's a lot heavier, which is cool. And that's nearly finished. And that's, that's another sort of cynical... That's a similar. That's that's. I feel like that's a similar treading a similar path to say my name, right? In oh, yeah, <laughs> um, and then yeah. So it's it's that basically. It's it's get the new album out. I've booked a tour for the next autumn as well. Okay, nice. Um, which is uh, fingers crossed. I might speak to you actually about Holland because I'm I'm or the Netherlands because I'm yep. I've I've booked some stuff in Belgium and I'm working on some stuff in Denmark. So 2021, fingers crossed, will be new album, um, a bit of normality, a tour across Europe into the UK. And that, what I really want to do is finish it in Cork, in okay. Ireland. I yeah. want to go to, with the band. I want to go to Dublin and then do the last show of the whole tour in Cork. Yeah. Because cool. I've played in Ireland loads with a band that I used to be in, with this guy Mark O'Reilly, who's frankly one of the best... Uh, everything I've ever met, you, you'd love him. Mark with the yeah. C, Mark okay. O'Reilly. He's yeah. he's a phenomenon. He's a, yeah. he's incredible. And I used to play with him, and I don't still don't understand how I got in that band, but I was because <laughs> uh, you're yeah, better than you think you are. <laughs> well, but they're, but they're all the, those boys are all down in Cork. So I really want to go and finish the gig there yeah. when we're when we're at the end of a tour and we're playing yeah. shit hot and drinking this and just. Yeah. Or well, Murphy's in Cork. It should be, but you know, Guinness, whatever. Um, yeah, and that's 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 my plan. And for next year, is basically just get the, get the winter back to normal, hopefully, and then yeah. summer of just maybe some festivals. I don't know. Probably not, to be honest. 
we see, see how the festivals go, I guess. I don't know. I just I don't know. They've most of them have just bumped their um, their lists for this year to next year. So you know, if yeah. you weren't in that this year, then you're not in next year. So I'm not even yeah. looking at that. Yeah. So and then yeah, and and just get the album ready. Produce another album. That's the big thing. Because yeah. it's a hell of an undertaking, as you know. Yeah. Well, How I'm about gonna... you? What about you? You tell me. Before let's <laughs> run over a bit. Well, so the time? I, who? I, it's I, time's I always, arbitrary. I think we're over. We're we're into we're into the second hour. We might as well just carry on. Mate, um, carry on. Just tell, <laughs> I want to talk about you. I'll stop you when my ego's going. I've been to... waffling for ages. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about me. Yeah, um, they do. But interestingly, um, talk about albums. I've always been an EP album kind of guy. Um, and I've decided in 2021 to try going down the modern route and um, doing lots of singles, a single single process. Yeah, I don't know how many, but I've I've got one lined up for January and February. Awesome. Working one for March, and I just see how it sort of pans out. And if I, if I start to enjoy that process, because I think for me that, like like you said, doing an album is such a mammoth task. And I do have the tracks for an album, but so I'm, I'm sort of, you know I'm sort of seventy eight percent there. But it's that that last little bit which I feel like because I'm trying to do this entirely myself. I'm trying to self produce and okay. Uh, I've sort of le- I've learned mixing and mastering recently, and that's even more work. <laughs> exactly. So I, I've I've thought to myself I'll, I'll I'll do so differently. If it doesn't work, I just go back to albums because I enjoy them. But um, that's my process. And I've got um, UK tour in spring, which will probably be then repeated in uh, in autumn. Hopefully, you think, Do you think the spring will happen? Um, I don't know. Uh, okay. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, but there's just a, there's been some... Recently, there's been some news which has made me question it, which is that whole thing about the new strain, which is making me... I'm not entirely sure. I haven't even seen that. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll just have to play it by ear. But I've, it would be it would be the tour that I've cancelled twice. So I it was spring tour last year, and it was went to autumn, and then it's gone to spring again. So if it just gets kicked to autumn, that's so be it. Um, and I've got a tour of Holland booked. So I'll definitely, I've got a really good contact for you in Holland. He'll he'll love what you do. Um, he's a blues blues booker, so he's got all the blues venues um, all through Holland that he can. Oh, cool! I'll have to do do the blues set <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i think i think it's within reason you can mm. do your own. um and um otherwise yeah out to the alps on uh, uh late jan awesome i've got one gig come to Maribel once season. you've once you've done your one gig come see us we'll play some we'll play some music and we'll have some fun we'll do some skiing It'd be great and awesome. then hopefully um devon and cornwall next summer do the great. surf season Oh, I missed that. I know. <laughs> right, so um, one last thing is, for anyone watching, um, how do people find you if uh, if they are so inclined? Uh, you've got your Instagram, you've got your Facebook, you've got YouTube, which has some fantastic videos on which people should go and check out. Um, all those. All those. Uh, just Albert Jones. Just, yeah, it's all there. Just search Albert Jones Music. Put the music, put Albert Jones music. Albert Jones music on Google. Everybody's going to go there. Yeah. And uh, become mega fans. Albert, there's only one thing to say, which is thank you so much for your time. Thank you, mate. It's been a great chat. And I look forward to seeing you in a few weeks out in Um, uh, Snowy Alps. Well, mate, I want to say before I go that uh, thank you for asking me. 
you're most welcome because it, it, it means a lot when you get asked to do things like this so thank you you're welcome and um yeah in fact i think i'm gonna do a little 20 minute live stream because i'm kind of in the mood yeah. now Oh, for sure. Well, I'll, so, I'll tune back in and watch that. <laughs> tune back in, mate, and I'll yeah. I'll make some requests because I've I've picked up the guitar and I feel like I'm about to do a gig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be inspired. So, if if anybody wants to watch that, are you going to be going on um, Instagram? I'll go on the Insta from Albert Jones. Right, right, so right now. I'm going to do it right now. Play some music. Go head over yeah. to his Instagram. Al, thank you so much. Um, I'll see you soon, my friend. And cheers, uh, mate. Good. All See right, you in France. Bud. Let's go for a ski when we get there. For sure. Let's do it. All right. All right. Cheers, bud. Bye. Right, cheers, bud. Bye. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Jazzology. If you liked what you heard and would like to help the podcast grow, then please share, like, and subscribe on your preferred social media and podcast platforms. If you'd like to know more about my guest today, Albert Jones, you can head to albertjones.co.uk. And if you'd like to know more about me, you can head to jeremyjohnson.co.uk. Thanks very much for tuning in and see you on the next podcast.